Then he pivots, fakes, chucks the big bomb halfway down the field to our hopefully still wide open tailback. I call it the annexation of Puerto Rico. What is up? How's it going? Welcome to APR. That's the annexation of Puerto Rico podcast. We are the football podcast, giving you all the ins and outs of every single game this week. We'll fly through some, we'll dive into others and make sure to get some best bets and a little something, something for your fantasy GMs out there. We are heading into week 18. Woo! That's it. Damn, already. Last game of the season. Well, for half the teams. But normally uh, this is playoffs. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. We're usually going into wildcard weekend this week, but uh, I mean, all your other fantasies are done. So we just got the uh, weekly fantasy. We'll be talking a little bit about that in a bit, but sit back and enjoy the fun. I'm big ball and Ben Larson. We got the crew here tonight. We got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Let's go. And coming off the IR. Hopefully it doesn't leave halfway through the game. Just fucking quits. We got Raider Eddie. The Antonio <laughs> Brown, dude. Don't pull the Antonio. Hey, you no. know what I mean? Like throw it. We'll go get an MRI tomorrow, I'm sure. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I'll come out tomorrow, say my ankle's all torn up. Like yep. you guys made me fucking record on a busted ankle. Yeah. <laughs> bro, you're cut. <laughs> but we're not actually gonna cut you from the team. But right, uh, right. Yeah. All right, so I uh, got to say tonight we are being sponsored by Tavour. Make sure to go to Tavour.com, download the Tavour app, use promo code TAPROOM, that's T-A-P-R-O-O-M, when signing up and get $10 off your first purchase of $25 or more. Boys, what you drinking tonight? Shit. I was going to say, Eddie's probably drinking some just fluids. Got the electrolytes. Get the electrolytes uh, again, dude. I'm not. I'm not drinking anything special, man. I'm just drinking a uh, 702 Pale Ale from Tanaya Creek tonight. Keeping nice. it nice, crisp, light. Not too light. Not too heavy. You know, right in the middle. That's a little different for you. You don't usually drink the uh, 702s. I don't. This is a. Uh, this is a new territory for me. I got a. I got like a two 36 packs when my stepdad came into town. And okay. I actually like bought a lot of it so he could take it home with him, and he forgot to take it. So <laughs> no. now, now it's sitting just here. With it. Yep. Yeah. There we go. All right, I'm worse. going with uh, Bell's Brewing Company. This is the Two Hearted Ale. So this is American uh, IPA coming out of. Oh, I had it. Oh, I had it. Comstock, Michigan. So nice. Michigan beer, seven percent. Where the fuck American is that IPA? I have no idea. Probably <laughs> in the ghetto, but nah, Michigan's a beautiful state. That's but the, there's only like three cities I know in Michigan: Detroit, Flint, 
and Lansing. Now, oh, okay. and yeah. Arbor and Ann Arbor. That's four. True. Okay. Look I've heard of Comstock before. Geography. So. Yes, that counts. I think we've had a beer on uh, tap room before from Comstock. So I'm guessing Comstock so. is a big beer town. That's news so to you me. Nothing else to do out there. I was gonna yeah. say there's probably not much else to do out there. <laughs> yeah, brew beer. Yeah, nice that's fishing. Very true. All of uh, all of you Michigan listeners, we do still love you though. That's for sure. Although you all right, got let's check uh, Georgia. We knew that was going to happen. We called true. it on TSP wagers. Yeah, that is very true. Let's uh, check the records from last week. I was seven, eight, and one. Not my best week. I did drop down a, a tenth of a percentage point, so I am at uh, 47.4%. Uh, Jordan went nine, six, and one. He did nice. go up three-tenths of a percentage point, so he is at 47.9%. Uh, percent hitting Eddie was on IR so yeah so he's still sitting he's still sitting mighty maybe that's why he went on the IR he's sitting at uh, dude we're trying to get over 50 percent that's fucking 49 shit stupid (laughs) and I went 2-0 on best bets we'll get to that later nice we got a couple more weeks we'll uh we'll be talking about all of the wild card and the playoff games so uh there's a shot there's definitely a shot to get over that hump. We're trying, dude. Considering we're handicapping and we're picking all the games, dude, like even Green, around 40% yeah. is like good. Even Every 45%. Game, it's crazy. Yep. Absolutely. And on Wednesday, they keep that in mind too. Like we don't get the luxury of seeing the COVID report on Sunday, you know? Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. Well, it, it benefited me last week, though, because I took the Raiders plus the six and a half. Uh, early in the week when or when Wentz was still report, well, we didn't know if he was going to play or not, but I was like, you know, I probably changed my bet if I knew Wentz was playing, and then Ben made me choose one, dude, so I chose the Raiders plus <laughs> six and a half, dude. Hey, I guess it worked for you. It did, it yes, worked it out worked that week. It. Smart bet, dude. It's a death game. You always gotta hey. bet on the death game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> not always. And dude. for, uh, for everybody out there, uh, Jordan, where are the uh, where are the Patriots sitting in DVOA and uh, defense? Oh, let's see. We got it right here. DVOA, New England, number two overall. Oh, number right two. Dallas. So, looks like uh, I'm gonna be Owen Jordan at Jersey. There, we bet uh, top five in top five versus out of top five. Yeah, We're I would take a, a miracle because the the rate or the Rams are like. Six percentage points behind New England, their fifth. But it would it would take a miracle, Ben. Yeah, the Pats would have to give up like fifty to the fucking Dolphins on Sunday, dude. Dolphins are doing it. Dolphins (laughs) are doing it. Well, me and Ben, and then uh, Eddie and I start to bring up about that game later. Stay tuned. That's true. That is very true. Eddie and I are uh, are sweating our bet out. We've got uh, we've got a push on the line here. So uh, Eddie at the Raiders, we're gonna be. Over ten wins, I said under ten wins. So this week's uh this week's a big one for our jersey bet here. It's either going to be a push or you're going to owe me a jersey. So it's like uh, I can't believe we made a bet coming down to the possibility wire. of a push, dude. Like next year, no fucking push bets, dude. <laughs> it has to be a half. Hey, <laughs> you uh you won't be complaining when you don't have to buy me a jersey if that happens. But I don't think that's going to happen, anyways. But it is what it is. So. Let's uh, nice. let's jump into the games this week. We've got uh, we've got two on Saturday. 
and the rest of the games on Sunday. No Thursday or Monday night football this week. It's definitely going to be interesting. Um, so let's jump in. Thursday, we've let's got the Chiefs going into Saturday. Denver. Sorry, Saturday. I'm so used to Thursday, man. Yeah. Um, we've got the Chiefs going into Denver to play the Broncos. Uh, right now, Chiefs are 10 and a half point favors over the Broncos. Over under is sitting at 44 and a half. Uh, you guys like? So is Drew Locke playing? Well, I, I think so. Right? Yeah. And it, the, yeah. Chiefs have many, the Chiefs obviously have to play for something, right? Because they don't know if they're still playing for the first seed. The number yeah, one overall yeah. seed. So then, yeah, this is going to be a Chiefs runaway. Like, the Broncos stink, dude. The team sucks. Drew See, Locke's terrible, dude. One thing that we got to remember about the Chiefs, though, is they'll go up big and then they'll just stop. So I'm wondering if 10 and a half points is going to be, you know, just not enough. Because, the, I mean, they're going to they're gonna let Denver back in the game. We know that. But yeah, but... Uh, isn't, uh, what's his name? Uh, Javante Williams is is uh, questionable, potentially missing the game. Uh, Melvin Gordon, but he stinks. Um, yeah, you know. So I mean, I don't know. It, the other thing too is how much is Denver going to play their guys, right? Because the season's pretty much over. This is kind of like that. And I think we're going to be talking about this for most of the games we talk about tonight. Um, it's like this is like the time when they try to see what they have you know, in the depth chart, give guys a chance. It's almost like a glorified, glor- uh, excuse me, glorified preseason game, if you will. Yeah, but that means um, the team's going to be playing even harder because a lot of these guys are fighting for roster spots. Not Maybe sure. not necessarily for the Broncos, but for, you right, know, for right. people to, to see their film. On tape, right? That's why but, it's an interesting game. That's why we always see, we see this happen. Remember when the Cincinnati Bengals uh, beat the Ravens and then the Bills got in the playoffs that year and then, Everyone from Buffalo like flooded Andy Dalton's fucking yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. his um, what should we call it his his nonprofit charity? yeah, yeah his charity. charity yeah so I mean we see we see these like upsets all the time in this week and that's the interesting thing that's where we have to where we have to find out what's really going on I think this is interesting though because the Chiefs you know before last week they were coming off six wins against the spread yeah. not not only wins but they're coming off a, coming right. off of six wins against the spread. This is a team last year that was terrible against the spread. So the books finally adjusted because the Chiefs were so dog shit in the beginning of the year. And then they just started rallying off fucking solid wins. I think the Chiefs get back to that here, dude, because this is a must win. The Chiefs were in control of that game last week. You know, hats off to Cincinnati's defense holding Kansas City to three points. But the Chiefs were in control. They should have won that game, dude. That yeah, was a their bad loss. Dude, their coaches lost that game. I don't think you put anything else on the players, but like, I'm sorry, you, you, it's third and 27 and you fucking run cover zero. Dude, didn't Greg Williams get fired for that last year? Like, <laughs> that exact same thing. <clears throat> like, what are you doing? Especially in leaving uh, Jamar Chase one on one the whole game. The whole game, what dude. What are you doing, dude? Like, he was just dicing him up all day. It was. Yeah, I think that was more on the. I think I don't know. The Chiefs' uh, coaching staff takes the L in that game because they were up what, like 28, 14, 7, 14 and a half, fourteen or something like that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, like it just looked like they were just going to run away with it, and then they only got three points that whole second half. That's terrible. Yeah, uh, it was bad, dude. And it's not like they turned the ball over either. They just no. They were just they just they just didn't play well in the second half. And I mean, it's dude. It was in Cincinnati, dude. Who day was. They were in. The, they were in it, dude. They were loud. They were like, I didn't even know that many Bengals fans existed, to be honest. 
but here we are. Um, but I think the Chiefs bounce back, dude. I think this is – I think the public is going to look at this and they're going to see, man, I got to lay 10.5 on the road with Kansas City in Denver. Yeah. But mm. like you mentioned, Eddie, Drew Locke hasn't been good. He's been turning the ball over. And Kansas City has been good against shitty quarterbacks, dude. And Drew oh, Locke yeah. is a shitty fucking quarterback. They'll bring a lot of pressure on him, dude. They're just going to make him uncomfortable back there uh, yep. pretty much the whole game. And, I mean, the Broncos got absolutely dog-walked last week by the Chargers, who I think are not as good as the Chiefs, right? So they haven't put up more than thir- they haven't put up more than 13 points in, like, They've been trashed, dog. Dude, this is yeah. like the wor- one of the worst offenses in the league right now. Dude, they're really yeah. terrible, dude. They haven't put up over 13 points since they beat the Lions. Like, good for you, dude. Yeah. yeah. You know? And you've got your uh, lock on, on the shelf, somewhat on the shelf, because of a yeah, you know, shoulder too, injury is, you know, flaring up again. How much of, a, of an impact do you think Clyde edwards Hilaire probably being out plays into this? I don't know. Gore looked pretty good in his in his replacement last week. Yeah, yeah Gore's looked good every time they runs. put him in the game, dude. I just don't. I don't know why I know, they, don't they don't give don't him, him the in. ball more. Yeah, like it doesn't make know. sense. Every time he touches a ball, he does something good. This is dating all the way back to that Giants game. Yeah, and like he can do everything too. He's like the prototypical Andy Reid running back, but yet they just don't want to give him the ball. For whatever reason, I don't know. Um, yeah. But with Hilaire out now, it gives them that opportunity, right? Like, I mean, if there's anyone in a fantasy league that's still playing this week, which if you are, that league stinks. But uh, <laughs> if you are in a really league, feel. like you could pick up Gore this week and feel pretty good about it, I think. Yeah, or or Darrell Williams, either one. Yeah, yeah, he gets he's catching touchdowns for yep. a guy who's not really known as a pass catching running back, but he seems yep. to always be open too. Yeah, you know, yep. I like the Chiefs here though. Dude. I think long. I, you're mentioning like the Chiefs pull everyone and maybe the Broncos come back or whatever. But I think that I don't think that even if they do pull everyone, I don't think the Broncos have enough offensive weapons this week, yeah. just the way they've been playing to come back. You know what I mean? So yep. I would take the Chiefs here. Not a hundred percent confident because I do see. Yeah, I do see like Ben's point. Like I could see them going up twenty-eight nothing second quarter and just be like, all right, everyone go to the fucking bus. You know what I mean? Nah, because they need to win that game, dude. They're playing yeah. this game to the end, dude, because they need to win, bro. It's true. Yeah. And if they're if this game was on a Sunday at like 1 p.m. and they already knew the results, it'd be a completely different story. Exactly, dude. They don't exactly. They won't know the results. This is on I mean? Saturday. Yep. Right. Okay. All right. I, I, I buy that. I think we're uh, all on Kansas City here at, at minus 10 and a half. So let's move over to the Dallas uh, Cowboys and Philadelphia Eagles game, uh, which is going to be Saturday night. Um, right now, Cowboys are seven point favors. And both of these teams have clinched the playoff spot, but they do have a uh, have seating to worry about. So over under is sitting at 43. And again, Cowboys on the road as seven point favors. I mean, this is a. This is another one that, you know, I think I like the Cowboys here minus seven. They're coming off a bad game against uh, Arizona, but that was a that's a good team. You know, that's an eleven win team, yep. and the Eagles are zero and six against teams with winning records. Like they're not they're not a good football team, dude. Joe Banner, former president of the Philadelphia Eagles, was on Doug Gottlieb's show on Fox Sports Radio today, and he was asked about the Eagles, and he said he said. Um, this Eagles team is very fortunate to play the schedule they played. 
Exactly yep. what I said on Tap Room. Look they at the played last a, five games. Yeah, they played Washington a dog shit twice, schedule. Giants and not twice, only have they played dog shit yeah. teams, they played dog shit teams but with third string quarterbacks, dude. True. Like yep. the luck they've hit. And, and dude, we got to give them credit. They won the games they won, but they haven't played good teams. And when they have, they've lost, dude. And yep. last time they played Dallas, Dallas fucking beat the fucking shit out of them. Right. Give me Dallas here, minus the seven points. Dallas is a much better team. That defense is too fucking good. Jalen Hurts is not Kyler Murray. He can't throw like Kyler Murray, so that makes him very one-dimensional. And what the Cowboys did very good against the Cardinals was they were able to stop the run. They just couldn't stop Kyler from running at the very end because they had to worry about his arm. So every time he were to get the ball, they would have to drop in the coverage and then he would run. Jalen Hurts, you don't have to worry about passing the ball because he can't pass. Yeah, true. Yeah, plus, like, isn't, like, half the Eagles squad on, like, COVID uh, protocol right now, too? Like, I think they put, like, nine or 12 players on COVID protocol, including, like, Dallas Goddard. He's on yeah, there. Uh, Jason they're still going to come back because yeah. of the new five-day rule. Could be. That's it. But they have to be asymptomatic or not, or their symptoms dwindling. Yeah, but they right, could so. lie about it, dude. They could be like, oh, yeah, I don't have that's what I hate symptoms. about these fucking new, the new protocols. But anyway, um, so, I mean, even if these guys play, though, like, neither team has anything to play for, right? Like. The Eagles can't. I can't nah, can they, the Eagles improve their. I don't think they can improve their. Spot the Eagles can't, but can. the Cowboys can. If the Cowboys win, they're still in play for that two three seed right there. If if the Rams lose, well, the Cardinals will autumn. If the Rams lose, the Cardinals win, then the Cardinals are the two seed. If right. the Cardinals and Rams lose though, and the Cowboys win and the Bucks lose, then the Cowboys are the two seed. So, I mean, there still is some seeding. Now, it's right. probably out of the realm of possibility if you think about it. They need a lot of shit to go their way, but it's still possible. Yeah. Yeah. And I could see them, th- like, they don't need to play everyone. You know what I mean? Like, they could throw Dak out there for a little bit and then take him out. Like, I, like you said earlier, too, like, this game's going to be a fucking walk in the park for them. The Eagles, when they played well, them I mean- before, get absolutely demolished, right? Lost by 20. Yeah, they've been uh, the last two times in philadelphia and i also and too like i don't think that like being the two seed or the four seed is like that big of a difference you know what i mean like you're still going to get a home playoff game because you won the division um yeah but you would you rather have two home playoff games yeah but i'd also rather rest my guys too if, well, there's no buy if, only if you get a one seed and the Packers already have oh, a right. one seed. But you can yeah. rest them like for this week, even like because it doesn't really matter, no matter what, they're gonna have the home playoff game. So if you can get like Pollard's questionable with the leg injury, you know what I mean? Like you have you have guys that are bait up just because it's the end of the year. Like if you can get a week of rest out of them, is that more important than having a potential to have two home games? You know what I mean? Um I guess the, I mean we these are things I guess we won't find out until game time, but um I can see the Eagles like sticking around, keeping it close just because it's a division game. I mean the fact that you know the I mean? fucking the fact that the Cowboys looked like shit last week. If I'm the Cowboys coaching staff, like I wanna get I wanna try to get things right. You know what I mean? I wanna That's go true. into the playoffs with a win, dude. I don't wanna go into the playoffs losing two straight especially losing my last game with all my starters and we lose like that's that's not good momentum dude that's true that's yep. true i can see i mean again i i don't i don't know <laughs> like, i don't these, think there's any way they 
because they're they're still definitely in play for that three three seed and i mean obviously the two seed is like basically out of the realm of possibility but still that three seed is in play you get that three seed then you get two home playoff games well no the three seed would only get you one home playoff game wouldn't it because doesn't depends who wins three, depends who play. wins a two yeah. the two seed matchup but yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. still Potential it's like for a second one yeah, yeah i got yeah. I don't know. It's a I just don't bit think, better. Like, especially with the did you see I see the stat they showed last week where like home teams this year are 103, 101 this year? Like it's like the home field advantage, I don't feel like has been that important anymore. Yeah, but in playoffs, it's totally different. Yeah, dude. I can see that. Playoff I mean, atmosphere is so much different than regular season atmosphere. Yeah. That's true. I'm just saying, I don't know. I it can for some reason I feel like the Eagles can like hang tight for some stupid reason like it'll be a dumb game that like just is ugly because both teams don't really have much to play for um i could be way wrong here though dude but i think seven they could cover i think if it was like six and a half i would lean with the cowboys but if it's seven i would take the eagles i'm going with uh jordan here on the cowboys i think there's eagles are just dealing with too many injuries you've got uh hurts who's not at 100 percent they're going to, you know, they'll, if they get even close to being out of this game, they're going to rest him um, because they right. want to give him a little bit of time. You got Miles Sanders. Well, he's he's going to lead a team back, anyways. That's yeah, that's true. You got Miles Sanders, who's, uh, you know, banged up. He's doubtful for the game this week. Um, so I think Cowboys, Cowboys take it for the, the lack of offense there. So, all right, let's move to a, a quick one. We've got uh, one that doesn't really mean anything. You got the Bengals going into Cleveland to play the Browns. Browns are beat up, but Cincinnati will be sitting most of their starters here. Um, so we've got uh, the Browns at minus six right now. Browns at minus six. Over under is sitting at 38. For the record, I would not bet this game, <laughs> but yeah, right. I'm still taking the Bengals because. Baker Mayfield is still playing quarterback for the Browns. Baker Mayfield is not, Baker Mayfield playing, is not playing quarterback. He is done for the season. Oh, Case Keenum? Announced that today. Yep. Case Keenum. That's why I'm taking the Browns. Uh, all right, give me the Browns. They got their better quarterback playing finally. Yeah, I mean, I don't know are that. they going to play Nick Chubb in, and, uh, in company, or are they just like they shut it down? I mean, Supposedly, honestly, Chubb's supposed to play. The, the thing that sucks for in practice. The thing that sucks for a team like the Browns, and this is like a different scenario than like a shitty team like the Jaguars or the Jets, is that the Browns were a team that had high expectations. I mean, they had the same favorite, favorite, same odds to win the division as the Ravens did. They were like sixth best odds to win the Super Bowl. And now they aren't even going to make the playoffs. Like, I can't imagine that these dudes like Nick Chubb, Miles Garrett, Jadavian Clowney, like, I can't imagine these dudes are coming in this week saying, like, Oh, let's go fucking beat the Bengals. Cause if they beat the Bengals, it doesn't do anything for the Bengals. They're resting everybody. Yeah. Give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals here. Minus six. I don't even know who's playing quarterback for the Bengals, but I'm gonna take the Bengals plus six. Yeah. Well, I think but you look at it though, you've got the Browns who are at seven and nine, and a 
eight what does it eight, eight wins what does it do for yeah, any of the people in the a, locker room an eight and nine win season is a hell of a lot more successful than a seven this was a 10. team that was supposed to win the division eight, uh, eight, you, think still, eight, you think eight and nine means anything to them rather than seven and ten absolutely you think they do. really care about that absolutely do Oh uh, man! I don't know then if it's they, six. They need points, you though. in the locker room, then, dude. You need to go in that locker room and go holler at them. Who's Who's Cincinnati's quarterback going to be? Hollering, probably Brandon, Brandon Allen. Allen. Brandon Allen. Um, he's won a game before. Give me Case Keenum in the six. Yeah, I think I'm going to go Browns here. I think I'm with Eddie. That Browns are going to at least have uh, have something to do. I, all right, you guys take the Browns here. I'm, yep. I'm all over the Bengals plus the six here. All right, let's move over to the Colts versus the Jags. Colts are going into Jacksonville to play the Jags. Colts need to win here to get into the playoffs. The spread is not uh, in their favor. It's 15 and a half points, but we are talking about the Jags. So Colts 15 and a half over under is sitting at 44 here. That is a lot of fucking points, dude. It is. It is the Jags, though. It is the Jaguars. You're right. Um, There were 10-point favorites against the Jags last time at home, and they didn't cover, though. Yeah. Right. Well, then isn't last year the Jaguars beat the Colts for their only win, right? In Jacksonville, yeah. Yeah, in Jacksonville. I mean, dude, like I was saying in in one of the other games, like, established teams like I could see laying down in weeks in week 18 the last week when they have nothing to play for the the Jaguars on the other hand though this is a lot of dudes especially that they're going to get a new head coach coming in probably a yeah. new general uh, not a new general manager right. but definitely a new head coach like these are dudes that definitely probably will not be there next year but they want to get some film on tape to be on another team you know what I mean yeah so uh, a lot of them I are could, young yeah, and this is a young team too. I could very, I mean, dude, this is tough because most most of the time I would say like I could see these guys going and fighting, but dude, they've looked like shit since Urban Meyer left. Dude, they've looked worse right. than when he they was really there. Have. They really. So it's have. like I don't even know how to judge this, dude. I mean, I, I, this is another game I'm not betting, but give me the Colts minus fifteen and a half, dude. Yeah, Jack. Yeah, I mean, the Colts lose by a lot. They lose by a lot, dude. I mean, they just gave up fifty to the Patriots, dude. Like. Like Mac Jones is like celebrating on the field and shit. Like, uh, then plus the Colts have to win to get in, right? Colts win yep. in the playoffs. Yep. Um, you know, Jaguars legitimately aren't playing for anything. You know what I mean? Like, Trevor Lawrence is. I mean, I feel bad for the guy. Probably, uh, you know, he has talent that he's never going to be able to use. It seems like just because of that organization that he's in. Dude, the worst um, situation to be in. Dude. Worst, yeah. the worst possible, dude. Like he's just, it's just miserable for him. Uh, I mean, again, they have a ton of money. We'll talk about it in the off season when we get there. But for this week, like I just feel like the Colts, especially after losing last week in a game that they they felt that they they I mean they had to win it essentially. Um, at home, you know, to clinch a playoff spot, and they didn't do it. Uh, I just think they're going to come out here. They're going to give the ball to Taylor like 37 times, and he's just going <laughs> to run all over the Jags, you know. Did we um, work? 
I the Jaguars the Jaguars defense is the worst in the NFL. I think they give up the most yards on the ground in the NFL. It's just a re- recipe for disaster, dude. I've ne- I never they're thought the worst I'd at everything, dude. But they're they not just, the worst defensively, terrible. and they're twenty first against the rush DVOA. They're thirty second. Oh well, Carson Wentz can't throw the ball, so that actually benefits them because um, Carson Wentz uh, might be one of the worst. The ball. He stinks, dude. Um, see how fucking he threw over through T.Y. Hilton by like ten yards, and he was the only player on the left side of the field last week. Um, but long story short, dude, I think the Colts come out here and they take care of business. Fifteen and a half points, though. It's just tough. a ton of points, dude. That's, That's a lot, tough. dude. Yeah, I just can't lay it with the Jags, dude, because like. The Jags have looked no, worse since Daryl Bevel has become head coach, dude. Like, they've looked worse than when Urban Meyer was there. And we didn't even think that was possible. Yeah. Yeah. So, what's to say they're going to bounce back this week and win a game? For what, dude? Like, I don't know. Yep. Like, how does this team beat the Dolphins and the fucking Bills, dude? Like, how do they win those games, you know? Urban Meyer, dude. Shocking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, I mean it's just it's a miracle. I mean the only the only thing benefiting the Jags is like you have a cold weather team like Indianapolis going down to Florida in January, dude, and mm. they could be a little bit distracted, maybe I don't know. But the fact that they're fighting for a playoff spot, I think it takes away that little bit of distraction right. there may be. I agree. So Ben right. Eddie, we're we're on. Uh, Colts, Ben's on Jags here. I don't know. I don't know. He is, he's torn, dude. I don't blame him. It's a it's a ton of points to give an NFL team. I like the, the under Jaguars here. An NFL team. Dude, they're like borderline, dude. Yeah. That's what I mean, dude. Just like the Edmonton know. Oilers are borderline an NHL team right now. Yeah. yeah. I do like the under. That actually sounds good. 44. Uh, yeah, the under is put nice. up a ton of points. I'm gonna yeah, go with yeah. you guys on the Colts. We either all get a win or we all get a loss. <laughs> oh shit! That's it is a ton of today. points though, dude. Like fucking a, fifteen and a half on a yeah. fucking road team. That's yep. a lot. Yeah. All right, let's move on to uh, the Panthers going into Tampa Bay to play basically the wide receiverless Bucks. Uh, Bucks <laughs> are eight point favors here. And uh, over under sitting at 41 and a half. What are the Bucks playing for? Do they seeding the two time? seed? Like, if they if they win, they get the two seed regardless of what happens. No matter what. No matter what. Okay. Or three seed, three seed. I'm sorry. Three no matter seed. what, if they win, they get the three seed. If if LA Rams lose and Tampa loses, LA gets or Arizona would jump to the two seed and the the uh bucks would fall to the four seed four seed depending on what happens with dallas but Um, tampa bay if if tampa wins and the cardinals win then the cardinals are the three seed tampa is the two seed okay so tampa bay has something essentially to play for yep a little bit um Eight points. I heard Fournette might be coming back this week. He's coming. Uh, he's actually not playing this week. No, he's not. Okay, not playing this week. He still don't have any. I mean, they have Mike Evans. They that's, do have Mike Evans. 
They have Rob Gronkowski still. Yeah, I mean, they're still yeah. the Bucks, right? Uh, and the Panthers I mean, I think are still like one of the worst. Panthers teams are still the Panthers. I mean, we're talking about the Jags yeah. being bad. Panthers, right? Aren't that Panthers bad, stink but too, dude. And the Panthers have been dog shit against the run all year. Yep. Yeah. So the Panthers have been just terrible. Well, but who's gonna run for who's gonna run for the Bucks? Rojo. Mike, I'll start. Nah, like, uh, Ronald Jones is Ronald Jones was in a walking boot today. Oh, was he? Okay. Yeah, Ronald Jones is. Well, in they a had that other boot. kid, the one that had like the fifty-yard touchdown run. The they got Le'Veon time. Bell, dude. Oh, dude, yep. he's trying to get fucking game film, dude. Yeah, this could be a big Le'Veon Bell game. I love. How I the, mean, I love honestly, the biggest thing for Tampa Bay though to me is like this. Tampa Bay's defense hasn't been good all season. Like, they have mm-hmm. not been as good as they were last year. I think this is right. a get-right type game for them to get yeah. into oh, the playoffs, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, get a get a nice fucking defensive performance and then, you know, roll into the playoffs. Because remember last year, they were, like, hot going into the playoffs, dude. And this year, I mean, against the Jets, dude, like, they should have lost that game, bro. Like, they barely won that game against the Jets. Like, this is a different Tampa Bay team than we're seeing going to the playoffs in last year. You know what I mean? So, yeah. I Plus, could these two us- teams just played each other two weeks ago, and it was 32-6, to six, dude. Like, yep. But it was Tampa in Bay Tampa just- Bay, and Tampa Bay hasn't been good on the road this year. That is the one thing that is going to hurt them is that, they're not. They have not been a good uh, road team, dude. Yeah. Um, well, this game is Look in a... Carolina, right? Oh, this is no, in Tampa, in... dude. In Tampa. It's in Tampa. Oh, yeah. Give me yeah. Tampa, dog. Yeah, right. like, I uh, think Tampa, Tampa rolls, dude. I was reading today about uh, Cyril Grayson, and uh, him and Brady have been looking good in practice. So that could be uh, could be an option there. Man, don't ever trust anything that comes out from practice because it's all beat writers who are paid by the organization. That's true. I think, it came, I think it came from Brady. Direct quote from Brady. Oh, I mean, even more of someone not to trust, dude. What's he going to do? Be like, oh, this guy sucks. <laughs> you know? True. You got to take everything hey, with a grain of salt. But, dude, I mean, I mean, the only the only thing I will say about Brady and not having weapons is when he, left, when he left New England – like, dude, he looked like shit, and everyone was saying he doesn't have weapons. He comes to Tampa Bay, got a ton of weapons, and he looks hella good. Against the Saints, he loses all his weapons, and he looks like shit again. Last week, he didn't look great, you know? So They won. Yeah, didn't they won. Cover, I mean, they're playing the won. Jets, dude. That's true. Like, they, well, if they lost the that game, dude, the, that would have been... Uh, the Panthers this week. Yeah, the Panthers suck. I yeah. definitely, I fully anticipate them to beat the Panthers. Because I think the Panthers are a hot mess, dude, to be honest. And I think it starts with yeah. their head coach, Matt Rule. I mean, this is an organization that gave Matt Rule a ton of fucking control. And they basically took a step forward and two steps back this year. Yeah. And in the same year, if that's even possible, dude. Right. Yeah. You know, they fire their golden child, Brady, as their offensive coordinator, who was supposed to be like God's gift to offensive coordinators. Uh, well, he's a great anyway. offensive mind. I mean, well, I, he's great when he can give it to fucking McCaffrey 40 times a game. I mean, Joe Brady, he's done good everywhere he's gone. I, I think that, you know, losing McCaffrey is a big part of this team, but this offensive line for the Panthers sucks, dude. Like, it's yeah, one of the worst I offensive mean, lines in team, football, man. dude. Well, they got weapons, dude, and the defense isn't terrible. It's just their defense can't stop the run, and their offensive line sucks. Yeah. 
straight. It's literally it's like two bad things to have, be, dude. Yeah, say, everything you need to be like a productive football team, they can't do. Nope. <laughs> That's yeah. I'm, uh, dude. I think that uh, I agree with you with the whole Bucks get right game. I mean, I don't think they need the weapons. And Brady like hasn't had didn't have weapons as pretty much his whole time when he was in uh, New England, right? Like that was like the biggest complaint that he had. He had That's like, a lie, dog. Yeah, yeah, Gronk, Moss for what, like three Hernandez, but look at his wide receivers. Julian Edelman, that, Wes Welker. Top receivers, Troy Brown. Like, give me a fucking break, dude. Dion Branch. I mean, yeah, come dude, on, all those dog. guys are fucking below average that Brady made way better. No, uh, Brady just, they were good when they were in their prime, and then they left New England out of their prime and went to fucking dog shit teams that overpaid for them. That's what happens to all football players. Yep. That's what always happens, dude. That's why you can't build a team in free agency, right? They yeah. should um, That's right. But at the end of the day, I think Tampa wins. I just think Carolina's terrible. That's really what it comes down to. <laughs> it's, it's just Carolina's been awful. I've been fading Carolina pretty much all year, and I've been accurate. So they haven't covered the spread since week 10, dude. Like, yeah, they've right. been yikes. Which means they'll probably cover this week, though. <laughs> right. Yep. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm sticking with Tampa. I think this is like the one game you can actually still look at the, the teams for what they are and be like, okay, I can make a sound decision here yeah. let's hope let's hope because yeah. we're all on, we're all on the fucking bucks here yeah now let's take a quick hit we are going to go to the packers going into detroit to play the lions packers are four point favors most likely because we are not going to see rogers in at qb if anything maybe for a quarter um but over under is sitting at 44 and a half packers minus four to be honest, I don't think Rodgers is going to play. There's no reason for him to play. Yeah, yeah I don't think he plays at all. He, he might as well rest that that toe, that COVID right. toe. The COVID yeah, toe, it's just, dude. It's hella weird because if Rodgers – because Rodgers is basically worth like seven points, right? Maybe even more, seven and a half, eight points in a game like this. And mm-hmm. they're, they're minus four still. So you're telling yeah. me they'd be – 12 and a half point favorites Absolutely. on the road to Detroit. Absolutely. Detroit always plays Green Bay hard, though. Uh, that's uh, that like is you true. Said, though, Detroit has, like we've been saying all night, Detroit has nothing to play for. Absolutely. Zero. Yeah, but this is they a team that's been fighting so hard all year, dude. Yeah, but they've like, they nothing to get a better pick. I think and the biggest thing is man. who's playing quarterback for the fucking Lions this week? Because if, if it's top Boyle, back. If, if it's Maybe Goff, dude. If it's golf, give me golf plus the points. Uh, he's not on the dude. he's not on the injury list, but I don't I don't know if I don't know if he's Bro. back or not. I'm taking the Lions here, dude. Like they played, oh. like you're saying, they played hard every week. And here's the other reason: the yeah, Lions, I'm gonna take the Lions too. The Lions will do nothing positive for their organization. They should lose, right, and get a better draft pick and just stack on, but they won't. They'll win. Because they think it's important to them and screw themselves and drop them to like the fourth or fifth pick, right? That's just what the Lions do. So I think the Lions actually may come out and just win this game outright. Because like you yeah. said too, like if Aaron Rodgers don't play, we saw what Jordan or what Jordan Love can do, which is nothing, yeah. literally nothing. Like he's Wait, not who did, good. Who he's did not Love ready play yet, against? I should say the Chiefs. The Chiefs. Oh, At I mean, the time when the Chiefs had a shitty defense, though, not when the Chiefs defense yeah, was but like on the, that was in the that, that was, was when the they like of, started going up, started there. turning around. Yeah, 
Still. I mean, the Lions have been one of the best teams against the spread, though, all season. They mm-hmm. play hard basically. 10 and all 6 week. ATS, dude. Yeah. I mean, I they like... got absolutely dog walked last week by the Seahawks, but like. No, AJ Dillon are... is going to put up. AJ Dillon probably will, but I mean, the Packers are already, like, they're probably going to rest starters after, like, the half, too. Yeah, like, AJ Dillon team, probably They already play, have the dude. number one seed locked up. We're talking no, he's definitely four playing. points here, though. It's not. That's not. Aaron Jones line. probably doesn't play. Well, I'm saying like Dylan, if they're up, let's say, let's say for sake of argument, Packers are up 17-3 at halftime. They probably right? rest Which everybody. Is, that could be reasonable. They rest yeah. everyone. They Dylan ain't gonna yeah. play. The, you know what I mean? Like all yeah, the receivers will be the, out. Can Detroit get 10 more points? Sure. When I'm telling you right now, when Rodgers says he's not playing for sure, this line's probably gonna go down to like Packers minus two and a half, three. So yeah, I like the I'm Lions gonna, at at four for sure. I'm gonna, I'm gonna stick with the Lions and like I'm sticking with the Packers. It's fair, dude. Like I, again, it, we don't know how much they're gonna actually play their starters, right? Yep. Right uh, now, they right today today, um, Lafleur said that Rodgers is gonna play a quarter or the first half. That's why this line is minus four right now. This line right, is based but, off Rodgers playing a quarter or a half. Right, and like again, like, what's the point of even doing that? There's you know no because I mean? they don't play. They already have week. it. They already have it locked up. Yeah, it's just to keep them fresh. Right. That's it. Now I did. I did hear Rogers um, in an interview say that a couple years ago they had it locked up. They didn't play the last week, and they came out after the bye and they played like do- they played like shit. Right. Um, so he says he wants to stay fresh in that mindset. But I mean, at the same time, dude, like, he might. He may only get a, a drive, quarter. dude. You yeah, know? I feel like it's a glorified preseason game for the Packers. Yep. Still taking it. I don't blame you. The fucking All Lions right. are the Lions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> All right, let's move to the Titans versus the Texans. Titans are in a must-win situation to lock up the conference, right? Yep. Yep, number one. Um, yeah, <coughs> Titans are 10-point favors. Uh, we've got Tenry coming off the IR, but it's probably not going to be activated for this game. Um but we're talking to, te- to the Texans here. So the line is sitting at 10 points over under is 43. The Texans yeah. are another team that just keep playing well, right? For no reason. Except last week against Trey Lance. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess so. But like they, didn't they just win a week before, against the right? Chargers. Yeah, yeah, the Chargers. Like, that was like their Super what? Bowl, though. Yeah. It was. I appreciate it. I don't even know. <laughs> I mean, dude, like, th- that's the weird thing about this game is because, like, if there's a team that I could see upsetting this week, it-, it could possibly be the Texans. I mean, Davis Mills was playing good, and he was playing good for most of last game, too. Um, this couldn't really score. I mean, I don't know, dude. The Titans are just, like, um, they're just an interesting team, dude. They just find ways to win, dude. It's just, it's just weird. It's yeah. absolutely strange yeah. to me. Like, they should have lost against the Niners. They found a way to win that game. Um, they dog-walked fucking Miami last week. Yeah, Miami's a good did. team, dude. And now they're fighting for a one seed. And Mike Vrabel is one of my favorite head coaches in the league. Give me the Titans here, minus the 10. 
Yeah, they need to win, right? Win for the first seed. Yeah, they have to win for the number one seed. Yeah, and like for them, I think the number one seed is like way more important, most important for them than yeah. for any other team, right? Because like they get that that week off. Like they have a lot of people that are still injured. Like Henry still needs to come back. Yep. Uh, Julio Jones has been dealing with injuries all year. Um, they could, re- I mean, their secondary. When we talk about it all year, their defense has been injured from like week one. It seems like so. That's a team that like absolutely positively needs this week off. Um, yeah. So I don't think they rest anybody. Like even if uh, Henry can't play, uh, Foreman went off last week. I think he had two touchdowns over 100 yards rushing. Like he looked yeah. good against the Dolphins. Um, that offensive line just opens up holes, dude. So um, I think the Texans like they're probably looking for the end of the year as well. You know that they just want to kind of get this one over with. They don't have anything to really play for. Um, but not that they're going to like, just like give up or whatever, but I just think that this is more of a Titans need this more than anybody. Um, and plus the Texans beat them earlier in the year. Dude. And that's gotta be a little redemption game. I'm saying uh, 11 for the points Titans. here. 11 point win. 11 point win. 11 point win. Yeah. I mean, yeah, that, that would, I, I like that. I think the Titans win and cover. So I'm there with you. Nice. All right, let's move on to the Saints going into Atlanta to play the Falcons. Saints are in a must-win situation. They also need the Niners to lose to get into the playoffs. Saints are four-and-a-half-point favors here over the Falcons. This is one that I'm a little uh, little questionable. And we were talking about the underdogs uh, you know, possibly being a, a win or getting a win this week and i think this is this is a place where we could definitely see that you got Taysom hill who has not really proved himself he's got a you know he played a decent game last week but it's not he is not a true number one qb and i think that's uh that's a, a huge you know problem for the saints how much is kamara going to be able to do and that's going to be the big question that i have for this game um falcons are 30th against the run ben they let jalen so hurts in the, be the only thing dog walk them and well i mean that's all the saints can do dude <laughs> yeah. like they can only yeah. run the ball that's a that's the thing that i think that's why i like the saints here also the falcons only have one win in atlanta in like the last two years yeah like they're a dog shit fucking home team now is this is this matt ryan's final game in atlanta or well i mean there's no guarantee of that he's still under contract, he's under contract for one more year. Year. Yeah. yeah Oh, okay never mind then he'll be there for next year then uh, I just, I mean, the the Saints, I mean, if there was, like you said, dude, I could, I wouldn't be shocked if the Falcons won this game, but I got to go with the Saints, dude, because the Falcons haven't been able to stop the run all year long, dude. And yeah. the Saints are similarly built to like the, uh, the, the Eagles. I mean, Taysom Hill is a fucking linebacker playing quarterback, dude. The guy can't fucking throw the well, ball, yeah. but he can run the ball all day, yeah. dude. And that's what the Saints can do, and the Falcons can't stop the run. Give me the Saints minus four and a half. I don't love it. Mm. Probably like I probably love the under more than anything in this game. Yeah, I'd agree with the under too. And and half, plus, the Falcons have one of the we talked about the Panthers having one of the worst offensive lines in football. The Falcons are like right there with them too, dude. Yep. Matt Ryan's on his back more times. Than all he's game, not. dude. All game, dude. And I I think I've seen Matt Ryan run for more yards this year than I've ever seen him run for because he has Seriously, to. Seriously, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, 
Kyle Pitts. And you know what's crazy about Kyle Pitts is that he had a thousand yards this year, and I feel like you never heard about him. I know. You know well, I mean? the, the thing that sucks is he's their only fucking weapon, dude. And if yeah. you break down a thousand yards divided by like 18 games, I mean, it's not like he's getting a hundred yards a game. That's like 60 yards a game, right? Well, he did it in 16 games. So he did it in like the, in like a normal NFL season. I mean, you it's still I mean? like when, when you're getting fucking 15 targets a game, I would hope you're getting over a thousand yards, right. dude. That's the other. That's the other problem with Atlanta, dude. Is that Corderall Patterson, as good of like a switchblade as he is, he's not like a great runner to the fact where it's like, all right, you know, we can line up and hand him the ball off. You know what I mean? Like that's just not how it works. No, and he's benefited from the Falcons being down. You know what I mean? He's a good pass catcher out of the backfield. That's kind of what they used him mostly for is catching those passes. And that's how he get, you know, yards and, and get to get his touchdowns. He was just a fantasy darling, really. Like, that's another nope. guy that, like, if it wasn't for fantasy football, you'd never heard about him. You know what I mean? This year. Nope. Um, but at the end of the day, like, I just think the Saints defense is too good, dude. Like, that defense has Top pretty much their – they're eight and eight because of the defense, because their offense stinks. You know yeah. what I mean? Like Taysom, yeah. Taysom Hill's terrible. We've known he's not a good quarterback. Uh, he can't get the ball to any receivers. Uh, Alvin Kamara has been okay, but he's been hurt for most of the year. But he looked pretty good last week. But nope. basically, they just need to run like they just pretend they're fucking Navy, dude, and just go out there and run the ball every play. Like, why even try to throw the ball? We know he can't do it. So just let him nope. run. I mean, that's basically what they did against the Bucks when they won that game. Yeah. Yeah, they didn't have to throw, right? So um, I think they do the same thing, especially because they need to win for a chance to get in. Um, and so why, you know, why give Taysom Hill the opportunity to lose it for you? Yeah, just go quarterback you know. power all game, dude. All game, <laughs> like, dude. Literally all game. And what's crazy is his first start that he had against the Cowboys, right? I know he threw like the four picks or whatever. But before that, all like, it all went downhill in the fourth quarter. When he ran the ball, he was running at like eight yards a pop, dude. And they just decided, oh, now we're going to throw it now. You know, yeah. Like, yeah. when he runs, like, obviously, like, he's a freight train, dude. You know, yep. he's the Mike all He's a fucking linebacker, dog. He's a linebacker playing <laughs> fucking quarterback, dude. I'm telling you. Right. I joke and say uh, Jalen Hurts is like a Jerome Bettis at quarterback. But Taysom Hill is like legitimately like Brian Erlacher playing quarterback, dude. Like, that's what he is, dude. Motherfucker's built like yeah, a linebacker, ooh. dude. He really is, dude. I just, I and again, I can't trust the Falcons, dude. You got another Six, big nine, hit on one Falcons, ATS. Falcons uh, offense here is Kyle Pitts was not practicing today. Oh, well, then, yeah, dude. even more, dude, for a hamstring issue. This might be best bet material, dude. Yeah, yeah. Good night, dude. All right, so Saints, all on Saints here. All right, let's take a quick, quick hit with the Bears versus the Vikings. Vikings are three and a half point favors at home. My big question to you, is this both Nagy and Zimmer's last game as the head coach of their team? Could be. So that's an interesting point, Ben, because I was going to say, like, these these coaches both could get fired. So who likes their head coach more, Minnesota yeah. or Chicago? Right. Yep. The players in the locker room. Uh, you've got Kirk Cousins likely coming back from COVID, and you're either going to have Andy Dalton or Nick Foles for the Bears. Is it is it, is it Dalton? Like is Dalton balled out last week, right? Like is it for sure? They ruled out know. Justin Fields for sure. 
Yeah. Well, I think they sat fields for the rest of the year. I thought that's what they were doing. Yep. He's not that's on the injury I, report, though. Yeah, I don't see him on there, but I am pretty sure I read and that he was. PFF is listing him as starting. As starting, yeah, but I, I swear, I'm pretty sure I read that he wasn't playing. But I mean, I could be wrong. I don't really know 100. percent Can we look that, that up real quick? Because that's a yeah. that's a very important. Because uh, if Justin Fields is playing, Justin Fields returns from injury to start for Chicago. He's starting. Uh, okay. All right, He's starting. Well, I'm taking the Vikings then. Uh, I like uh, I like Justin Fields, dude. I think he has the most approved, dude. I think this is like uh, he's a rookie, man. He wants to win this game more than anyone, and that's oh, their quarterback, dog. And you're getting plus three and a half points there. Yeah, give me the Bears, dude. Is hang on, is let me see something real quick. Is um, what's his name? Uh, Dalvin Cook playing? Uh, he's not on the injury he's not report. on the injury report. He's not on the injury report. Okay. So we have a healthy cousins potentially. Defense has been good though, dude. Though. Yeah, the Bears. I mean for you to have yeah, man. and the and the Vikings haven't been able to stop the run. To be honest. This is a tough game all of a sudden. Taking the three and a half points here. Yeah, I think I might too, dude. Hang on. Minnesota 25th against the rush, and that's what fucking Chicago does best. And it's in Minnesota. In Minnesota, yeah. Now give it's me basically a pick minus one degree <coughs> in time weather. Yeah, but it's indoor. It's in a door, yeah, indoors. I guess that doesn't really matter. Two degrees in Minnesota. Fuck that. Yeah, dude, it's fucking winter, dog. That shit. Dude, no people, thanks, dude. Some people go to fucking Arizona and shit. Nine at the intermission. So the, the outdoor game, right? Yeah, it's stupid, dude. I would not be so sitting there in minus ridiculous. one nine degree weather. I wouldn't be sitting yeah. there in like thirty degree weather, let alone fucking, you know, fucking <laughs> minus you know, nine. You know, there's always that like one dumbass who's sitting there with like no shirt on. Oh yeah, trying to be like fucking tough and shit, dude. Fuck no, dude. Not me. Uh, hell no. I'll I'll laugh at someone else doing it, but not me. Yeah. Damn. Jordan, I'm with you here. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go Bears. Uh, Eddie, you're on Vikings. Give me cousins, dude. Okay. All right. Uh, let's. We've got uh, th- what three more games to talk about? Four more games to talk about. And uh, this next one, we are going to probably fr- fly through. We've got the Jets going into Buffalo to play the Bills. Bills are 16 point favors here. 16 <laughs> points over under is 41. I'm going to go over on this one because I think the Bills can put up 41 on the Jets. 41 on their cell. Yeah, yeah. dude. Like what? What is yeah. this? What is this fucking game? Like, hey, the only thing I'll say, dude, is adjustment covering lately, though. Yeah, the Jets seem like they have like some kind of reason They've to cover play, their I'm last sure. three games, dude. They have. Bills need to win I mean, and get the AFC East, though. They're gonna be. They're gonna be pushing. Yeah, there's no. I mean, like they could be up twenty-one though in the fourth quarter, and the Jets come down and like sixteen is a ton, dude. I know we said that yeah, about that's like, back, the Jaguars earlier. Back door all over it, dude. Yeah, but this yeah. feels like back door just because the Jets have been playing like mediocrely better. You know what I mean? Like I they lost by seven to the Dolphins. They only lost by four to the to the Bucks. They beat the Jags. Who hasn't? But like 
They have been playing better. Zach Wilson has looked a little bit better, and they seem to be getting their running backs more involved, which is something that I, it took them a long time to do, which I couldn't believe took them so long to get the running backs They are the worst and, defense DVOA, though. I know, they have solid been going in there. Solid going in there like some fucking yeah. defense whisperer, dude. And uh, just getting yeah, give me the bills. Over. Give me the bills here. I just Josh think that Allen he, is four and two against a start uh, as a starter against New York. Five touchdowns, five interceptions in those games. Wow. What's the weather going to be like in Buffalo this weekend? Light uh, snow, 35 degrees. Oof. It's, it's just cold, dude. They get and like what did like last week? It was cold and snow. This could very Buffalo. well be like a twenty to nothing game, dude. Yeah, and they only won by fourteen, right? They uh, against the Falcons, who are playing in the snow and like they from Atlanta. Like they're not used to that cold, dude. I think Josh Allen didn't look great last week. I think he had two picks. Or he doesn't look like good all week, all year. <clears throat> yeah, I'm so, gonna take the. I'm gonna go Jets here. I'm gonna take I don't the think points. I'm gonna go Jets too. Just because the backdoor cover, dude. Backdoor cover. The back door is wide open. Yep. They only lost by two against, or sorry, four against Tampa Bay, one against Jacksonville, lost by seven against Miami. They got dog walked against New Orleans. Yeah. Like this feels like that's the one thing, though, is they lost to New Orleans because New Orleans was able to run the ball and Buffalo can't run the ball. That's true. Right. And like this line, this line feels like, Vegas knows that they can put Bills minus 16 and people will still bet on it. True. You know what I mean? Because it's the Jets. Like, yep. Because it's the Jets and the Bills, right? So I feel like they yep. think they can get a lot of money um this way. You know what I mean? I don't know. I could be way up, way wrong, but I could um, easily see this game being like 20 to nothing, though, dude. Yeah, me <laughs> too. That's the problem. And it opened see how much... 17, it dropped down to 16. Yeah. yeah, well, I mean, like, we'll see I mean, how much right now we have uh, 99% of cash on Buffalo, so that's of why. Course. Yep. Yeah. Yep, taking the Jets, dude. It's going to be a backdoor cover. All right. All right, all right, all right. All right, let's move on to the Patriots going up against uh, – actually, no, sorry. Yeah, Patriots going up against the Dolphins. Right now, Dolphins are six-and-a-half-point favorites. Is that right? No, reversed. It's got to be the other way around. Patriots are six and yeah. a half point favorites. Patriots are six and a half point uh, favorites. Yeah, it's Patriots on the Dolphins. Okay. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I like. Uh. I like Mac Jones here. I think he needs to solidify his rookie of the year status. So he's going to come out big. You know. You know. Jordan has a, a fun stat. Uh, some two good stats to uh, to throw out here, but uh, we got a different QB here. Same we coach, do, but, but Eddie, listen to this. So since 2000, when Tom Brady became quarterback of the New England Patriots, Bill Belichick is 9-12 in Miami. Dude, Miami 12. owns the Patriots. That was going to be my fucking but, point, dude. But listen to this stat. <laughs> listen to this stat. In the month of December or later, he is 2-8 against Miami in Miami. Two dude, and eight. Dude. I feel like Miami every year would just beat the Patriots randomly. You know what I mean? In like, Miami. remember they had the Kenyon Drake. Yeah. Like in Miami, yeah, they had the yeah they had the Kenyon Drake miracle game. Yeah, uh, where Gronkowski they put him out there to tackle for some. Like, he uh, fucking hella missed. He the just tackle, falls dude. over. Yeah, dude, looks like a fucking 
fish out of water fucking at the goal line, dude. But I just feel like Miami wins these games, dude. They for whatever reason they beat New England late. Like that was like I didn't know that the numbers that you just threw out there. Like I didn't know the exact stat, but it just feels like the Dolphins win this game a lot. And yes, they got blown out last week by the Titans. You know what I mean? But at the same time, like this is a division opponent. You know, like they can do a little something to like slow the Patriots down. And are the Patriots playing for position at all? Yes. Um. Yeah. They're so still like playing they for the division. Improve. Yeah. Well, they're playing for the division. In their division. Yeah. That was the one thing I are was going to say here is that the biggest thing with this is this is like the Cleveland Browns for me. Miami was a team that had high expectations coming into this season. Yeah. Like this was a team that everybody thought was a playoff team, and they have no chance at a playoff now. However, two is playing good. He's obviously playing for his future. You got young guys like Jalen Waddle, but I don't know where their where the motivate motivation is necessarily in this game, other than to beat the Patriots. Yeah, I mean that's pretty big motivation. It is New good motivation. Seven and one straight up this year on the road. They've been playing well outside yeah. of Fox. New England's good, dude. Like, well, they're a good defensive team. They're defensive, right. yeah. And the thing is, like, the the Dolphins' defense is small but fast, right? That's why they were able to, like, really um, beat down the Ravens because they were able to play faster than them. That's how they kind of yeah. went on that win streak. They were just faster than everybody. Now, they is that going to benefit quarterbacks. Them? Right. That, that does help. Dog now, is teams. that going to benefit them going against um, – you know, Mac Jones, you know what I mean? Cause like, if you like, realistically, let's look at the seven games that they did win. Right. Uh, Cause they won their seven in a row. They beat the Texans, the Ravens, which was a good win. Uh, the Jets twice, the Panthers, the Giants, you know what I mean? Like this is the yeah. part of the schedule. They should have won those games. Yeah. I mean, for sure, dude, just like the Eagles, they took advantage of their situation, right? but they beaten the Patriots once this year already. Obviously, it was the first game. It's a little bit different of teams now, but I still like the Patriots here because Brian Flores is an ex-Belichick uh, guy. I think he likes to beat uh, the Patriots, and I do think that this this Dolphins team, although they did have big expectations, I do think that Tua is still playing for his job, dude. Like he could very well get oh, replaced yeah. this offseason. So he's playing for something. And I think that he has enough respect with guys like Jalen Waddle and that offense and other dudes. Really, though, this is, I like the under in this game because fucking both these offenses suck. So it really it's like who gets some more turnovers is gonna win this game. Yeah. yeah, and the Dolphins do. Are, you know that's a turnover defense, dude. Mm-hmm. Like they create the Patriots. So. <laughs> it was a turnover defense last year. Not as good. Uh, as well, in their in their win streak though, they were getting turnovers. That's what right. was a big turnaround, dude. They were getting a lot of turnovers. Yep. They're playing dog shit quarterbacks. Mac Jones. They were. To be honest, he doesn't really turn the ball over that much. So that's the thing. Mac Jones is probably the most like. Yep. I mean, he's he's fucking mini Brady, dude. Like he just throws it to where Belichick tells him to. You know what I mean? Like he doesn't overthink it. Like he doesn't look off receivers. Like he stares at one dude. You know what I mean? But like the plays are designed so well that he gets away with it because it's like a five yard route. You know what I mean? Like yep. it's it just works. But I don't know, dude. I I'm gonna roll with like the Dolphins beating the Patriots late in the season. Like there's like we've seen worse Dolphins teams beat better Patriots teams. You know what I mean? Like 
I could see it happening again. The two Waddle connections, like legit, like that's not, you know, that's not fake. Um, they seem to have a good connection there. The defense gets a turnover. I mean, I could see the Dolphins winning money line, but I'm going to take the six and a half. Well, let's do it. I'm with you, bro. I'm with you, bro. All right. Ben is on. Uh, Ben's oh, on fucking mac and cheese, one. dog. I'm going on mac and cheese. <laughs> um, their defense. Let's go with uh, a quick hit here. We've got the Washington football team going into New York to play the Giants. Probably the worst. Yeah, the Admirals are going to be going into uh, to play the Giants in probably the worst game of the week, maybe the year. Um, (laughs) Washington seven point favors. Um, To be honest, I'd put it as a pick them here, but uh, both these teams suck. But Washington is seven point favor over under is 38. I'd go under as well. These teams suck. Yeah, these these teams both suck, dude. Um, I wish we could beat them both to lose if that was possible. Call a tie. Yeah. But, I mean, Washington is still a better team, dude. Like, the Giants aren't really good at anything necessarily. Like, they're not a great defensive team. I mean, dude, Washington still has good skill players, dude. They still have Antonio Gibson, Terry McLaurin. Um, You know, Taylor Heineke, he likes to play good against – good teams and like the bucks and stuff like he he comes out and he balls out but he's definitely not the answer i definitely think he's going to be a good backup quarterback the rest of his career though i mean i guess give me the points here if if we're being honest but i i just think both these teams suck dude like i don't know what else to say like i don't want to bet this game at all right like from as the starting for the giants this week like come on dude Dude, he stinks, bro. Yeah, dude. Both these teams have checked out a long time ago. Like, I'd go with the under too at 38. Oh, yeah. It's crazy. Like, the under feels great at 38. You know, dangerous, Uh, though. It is dangerous. It's dangerous. But I mean, we're putting what 18, uh, 19 points per team here. Yeah, it's dangerous. They scored 19 points, though. I mean, Washington has the ability to, though, but. Washington yeah, I mean, they're averaging 19.6 this year. The, the fucking Giants haven't scored. They've scored 19 points in the last three games, dude. Like, Yeah, I mean, the Giants haven't scored fucking dog yeah. shit, dude. Yeah, this is, you know, I, I don't want to pick Washington, but I think they're the better of the two teams, right? Yeah. Um, do they win by seven? Is that though? saying anything, seven, though? Seven. Right. Do they the even score game. a touchdown seven, this game? Like... They'll, uh, they'll definitely touchdown. touchdown. I don't know, dude. This game, this game sucks, dude. This game hella sucks. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna, gonna take, take the, I'm gonna take the points, take dude. Oh, uh, Eddie's taking I'm, I'm gonna take gonna the go, points. I'm gonna go with the admirals as well. I'll just go with the or, sorry, the groundhogs. <laughs> the groundhogs. <laughs> I just don't know. Like this they, this game again, everyone listening, don't bet this game. Do not bet this game. Like, dude. just don't bet it. Like, seriously, save your money. Don't bet this fucking game. Yeah, no, it's a terrible game to bet. No, not at all. All right, let's uh, let's focus in on our last not so primetime game. Then we're going to take a quick break here. We've got the Seahawks going into Arizona to play the Cardinals. Cardinals are six and a half point favors. The only thing that matters in this game is a Cardinals win that bumps them up in the standings here. Um, 
so and if the Rams lose, then Cardinals could take the division. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 If the Rams so, lose. If the Rams lose. So uh right now, cards six and a half over under sitting at 48. Jordan, where are you going with this one? This is your team. Oh fuck. <coughs> now the thing that hurts in me- Dallas, so the thing that hurts me the most is that Seattle plays really well in Arizona. That's the thing that that hurts me the most. Uh, and the Cardinals play really good in, in Seattle for the most part. So, oh, man, dude, I don't even know where to go. And this, with this, game's, in, this game's in Arizona? This game's in Arizona. Mm. Um. I mean, I'm a, I'm gonna take Arizona. I don't like, I don't love the six and a half, dude. I'm not gonna lie to you. I'd probably like it more at like three and a half because I think it's gonna be a close game. I think it's gonna be like a one score game, dude. Um, because that's, I mean, like I said, dude, Seattle plays very well in Arizona. So at six and a half, give me the Seahawks, dude. But if it goes any lower, like if it goes to like three and a half, dude, I like it. No, nah, dude, Seahawks are – I'm taking Seahawks money line. Yeah. No, nah, the Seahawks are not going to win this game. They're going to win the game, dude. One, the Cardinals are playing at home, and they're one of the worst home teams in the NFL. All no, right? They're not going to win the game, dude. Secondly, this is like Russell Wilson's They lost to Colt Seattle. McCoy. But he's playing in Arizona. I know. Still, it's his last game going to be probably for the Seahawks. No, it's not, and, he, and he remembered – Why, why would the Seahawks trade the him? Field. Because why, he had a great game last week. Yeah, because fucking Russell Wilson remembered he was on the field, dude, and actually threw him the ball. Like, but all that said and done, dude, I just think the Cardinals at home are not as strong as they are on the road. They play much better on the road, and their record kind of proves that. They are prone to having some like weird games to where they just kind of shit the bed, and they're one and three in their last four games. So they haven't been playing great. It was a good win against the Cowboys last week. I didn't think they'd win, but they were able to hang on. They won that game. Um, I think this, I mean, the Seahawks have been, you know, they put up 51 yards against the lions. That's not really anything to write home about, but um, you mentioned it too. Seahawks play well in Arizona, right? Like it's just like that whole NFC West vibe where the away team seems to always play better than the other, the other teams. I think uh, the stadium. one thing though, that I will push back on in your, in your assessment and your analysis is that last week against Dallas, Arizona was struggling to run the ball, but then they figured out late in the game. Oh, we can run Kyler Murray on fucking some read options. And that changed the whole game, dude. I mean, Dallas could not stop it. Like yeah. every time Kyler ran a read option, like they were getting 12, 13 yards of a fucking play. Yeah. And I think that's a game changer. And I've been saying this for like half the year, dude. This kid is like one of the most dynamic athletes on the field. Like, why do you just have him like drop back? Like, you need to get him out in space and get him in plays. And I think Cliff Kingsbury kind of figured that out last week, dude. So I could see a little bit more of that going forward, or they could like hide that and not do it. I don't know. Like I said, dude, I would lean Seahawks here, um, but I'm going to take the Cardinals just because you're going to take the Seahawks to win. <laughs> and I'm like, I don't appreciate that, so I'm taking the Cardinals. <laughs> well, I, uh, 
Yeah, I do think that I don't know if the Seahawks are necessarily money line. I wouldn't bet a money line personally. I just wanted to say that. Man, to you really sounded really going, confident but, there. Um, <laughs> I do think though that the six and a half is way too much, though, dude. I do think that, uh, like you were saying before, um, with if this is like a three and a half or even like two and a half point spread, I would take the Cardinals. I think the Cardinals probably win on like a late late field goal. You know, like I can see them winning by three. Um, I just don't see them winning by a touchdown. I just, I think that's just going to be too competitive of a game. Um, so yeah, what does the Seahawks have to play for? Now again, it's Russell Wilson's goodbye game, dude. I don't think he's going to be in Seattle next year. So why, dude? Uh, what are they, dude? Why would they trade Russell Wilson? I mean, he hasn't even been that great. Value. This year I mean, to have any he value, has value, dude. Like you don't yeah. think Washington would take Russell Wilson right now? You don't think the Giants would take Russell Wilson right now? Like, I mean, honestly, if I was a Seahawks, I would trade Russell Wilson. I just don't see them doing it, dude. He like he's too much of a staple in Seattle. Yeah, but that team like. They got to, like, fucking almost reboot, dude. That defense yeah, but needs to get the fans don't agree, like, dude. And, like, they're the ones that pay the bills at the end of the day. Yeah, but, you know, like, I he mean, is Seattle, bro. Right. Like, but, y'all don't understand. Like, I lived in Seattle. You, like, I'm telling you, dude. Face like, of the, yeah, but face of the franchises Seattle. get traded all the time, dude. Yeah. Not the, like this, dude. Let's still like, go to bro, the games, dude. I'm let's telling you, this, is like, this is like trading fucking uh, – Tom they Brady trading, in the middle of his It's career. like fucking cutting Joe Montana and having him go to the Chiefs. It's like dude, Joe Montana was at the end of, his, end of his career. Did he play two years in Kansas City and then fucking retired? Yeah, how yeah, much time? They had Steve Young. They had Steve Young in the Seahawks. Right. Team. Right. It's the Steve same Young. thing. You don't think Joe Montana was the? You think the Seahawks got Steve Niners? Young? You got Dynasty you for that? Who's time? Steve Young on the Seahawks? You, think you don't need to. You know Wilson dude. is Steve like, Young. That, team, that team's on the fucking like verge of a fucking rebuild. No, dude. Plus the Niners had Steve Young. Yeah. Like you can't you compare Russell, the situation. You know, yes, you can because no, you can't, dude. No. Can't the Niners had no. Steve Young behind yeah. him, dude. Another dude, Hall of Famer. Your fucking argument, but your but your argument was saying that you can't get rid of the face of the franchise, and you most certainly can, dude. Like it happens you all the time. You can do anything, time. but why would no? It doesn't happen all the time. Well, why would they keep him then? Because he's like Seattle, dude. Like so it, what? at the end of the day, it's about selling tickets, dude. It's not about winning football. You games. don't think those fans are still going to go to the fucking games, dude? I uh, I mean, they dude, have more pride in being the twelve. Go look at Twitter and go. Wilson. Nah, dude, they love yeah. Russ, dude. No, they have more pride in being the. He owns allowed, part of the Seattle Sounders. He. Dude, I'm telling you, dog. Like, Doesn't matter. Dude. I lived that's, in Seattle. I'm telling you, I get bro, it. Like, that's fine. But I'm I lived in I lived in San Francisco the during game, the transition dude. of Joe Montana and Steve Young, and I lived in Seattle, and I've seen how people, dude. I'm telling you, you walk down the street, ninety percent of jerseys are Russell Wilson jerseys. I'm and sure those they are, motherfuckers dude. always They'll wear still jerseys. go to the fucking games, dude. <laughs> like if you're one be reason happy. for not for not trading Russell Wilson and getting not a shitload of fucking us, draft picks in return to help I rebuild the defense that needs to be Russell rebuilt, Wilson. and just to, because they don't want to sell tickets, that's then you're fucking you're I setting Eddie, your franchise up for Eddie. Fuck I'll bet you a jersey they don't trade Russell Wilson. I'm gonna fucking bet jerseys, dude. I don't think Russell Wilson wants to be there next year anyway. I don't think he, he wanted, gets traded. He wanted out last. I think week. it would be the only for them to trade him. The it only way he gets traded is if he comes out and says publicly, I want to be traded. That's he the only way it, it happens. Year. He had his agent do it for him last year. They couldn't. Yeah, but the then trade. he like came back and he's like, oh, no, I don't want to be traded. Yeah, he said that. I like, just want to improve. When training camp started. Of course, he says that when training camp starts. 
because I mean, now he's dude, stuck on the, the team. only way I see him get traded is if he comes out and says, I do not right. want to be a Seahawk any longer. We need to, we need to, we need to turn back to this game because right. we've been talking about Russell Wilson for way too fucking long. Well, yeah, I'm on the be, Cardinals because so, Eddie's on the Seahawks. Yeah, I'm on the Seahawks. On the Seahawks. I'm going cards. So, oh, um, I think, I think cards take this one. So, all right, we're going to take a quick break. Sorry, I let that go on way too fucking long. <laughs> Sorry, and, it was worth uh, it, dude. We'll be back. Yeah, especially when Wilson's on the Giants now. Jesus Christ. All right, we'll be back. <laughs> God damn, I hope for his Listen sake he's not it. on the Giants, dog. Can I mute, mute y'all? Do you like sports? Yeah. Do you like beer? Yeah. Well, the perfect podcast exists for you. Tune in every Monday as I, Jordan, stacks on stacks on stacks, lats. And me, Big Ball and Ben Larson, as we recap the weekend sports, preview upcoming games, and review quality craft brews on the Taproom Sports Podcast. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and wherever you get your podcast fix. Visit taproomsportspodcast.com for more. I think this journey is the most special because there's not a lot of people that have the opportunity. You think about where you started in football, playing in high school and college and then pro and then being injured and then starting coaching as a young coach. It was in this game, under Madden's leadership, that the Raiders' pride and poise began to assert itself. I mean, we'd gone through the things where we'd been close and we'd knock on the door, but we never knocked it in, and we finally did. Intercepted by the Oakland Raiders, running out at the 30, 40, 50, he's going all the way! Of all the games I ever coached in my life, it was the greatest feeling in the world. There was nothing that can beat it. John Madden goes on the shoulders of his players. And it's something you have until the day you die. I mean, you're always a Super Bowl champion. I was never going to coach any other team than the Raiders. All right, we are back. Make sure to check out the Taproom Sports Podcast, where Jordan and I review some great craft beers while we are talking about the week in sports. Always out for that Monday morning commute. But it's time to move away from the games themselves for a couple minutes. We are going to talk about our daily fantasy Jordan's, uh, we haven't uh, been keeping scores these last couple of weeks because we haven't had everybody in. So with all three of us together, Jordan is up by four points here. Four points, 773. I am in second place at 769, and Eddie is third at 762. I'm, I'm going to run away with the regular season title this week, Ben. We'll see about that. Dude, it's coming down to the that. wire, dude, last it week. Is, I mean... I wish we counted our scores from the previous week because I destroyed <laughs> you, destroyed y'all when we didn't. Yeah, have it was like you had a fucking huge week. Dude. I beat you guys by like fifty-six points, I think. Um, it was. Huh, uh, I'm already. That never happened. Absolutely <laughs> happened. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No one knows. Well, no we one knows about on it. our Christmas. Uh, our Christmas. I'll post it on the on the. Uh, no, the, no uh, one even knows about it, dude. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll post it on our uh, Instagram here. <laughs> All right, so we are going to uh, go with this week's action. We have a QB, two running backs, three wide receivers, a tight end, a flex, and a defense. Jordan, you want to go first since you're uh, you're in first place? Number one. Sure, man. I'm going to go $35. I'm going to spend it on Kyler Murray, a quarterback. Um, I think the Cardinals figure some things out with Kyler running the ball, and I think that only adds a whole other element to what he can score on. Give me Kyler Murray, 35 bucks. 
All right. I'm going to go with, uh, well, since COVID toe isn't playing, I'm going to go with Jordan Love for $24. Going cheap on my QB this week. Nice. And uh, this is uh, Hopes and Dreams. Uh, we're taking uh, Derek Carr with our quarterback uh, for $25 because uh, I just need him to have a good game. So I'm trying to put some good vibes out there. There we go. Oh, me. Shit. <laughs> uh, so my first running back for $23 I'm going to go AJ Dillon Because I don't think Aaron Jones is going to get Much work at, if any at all And AJ Dillon may only get Like a half maybe a little bit more Give me AJ Dillon for 23 bucks. There you go I'm going to go with uh, The only run option that they have in Buffalo He was cheap at $23 I'm going to go with Devin Singletary and I'm trying to stick with guys that have something to play for this week, or at least their teams are involved. But we're taking Jonathan Taylor, uh, 40 bucks is the highest player that I'm taking this week. Um, but they're going to have to give him the ball to, in order to, you know, in order to win. That's what their offense is all about. Uh, I can see him putting up, you know, <clears throat> 30 points by halftime. So I'm going to take Jonathan Taylor, 40 bucks. 30 points by halftime? Shoot. They're going to need him to, dude. <laughs> it is the Jaguars he's going against, too. Still you, Jordan. <laughs> All right. We're my second <laughs> running back. I'm going $25 with uh, Rashad Penny. Rashad Penny's NFC Offensive Player of the Week last week. Arizona, not very good against the run, although they did handle Dallas's run defense. Maybe they figured something out. I don't know, but I'm going to go Rashad Penny here. I'm going to hope that he's going to do some something, a some, little something, something. A little something. All right, I, uh, I'm going with uh, your first running back that you picked. I'm going with A.J. Dillon uh, for $23. Um, like you said, you know, he's – even if he only plays a half, he's going to have a great half. Um, you know, with love behind uh, behind the center, you know they're going to be running the ball for a good substantial amount of the time there. Uh, so we're going to go A.J. Dillon for 23 Nice. And I agree with the Rashad Penny. I'm taking him as well. 25. The dude's rushed for over 100 yards through his last four games. Um, so I mean, he's on a tear right now. Um, hoping that continues, especially since, you know, he'll be getting the bulk load of the carries. Seattle's offense seems to be kind of kicking into gear at the wrong time because they're already out of it. But, <laughs> yeah. Um, I do like Rashad Penny as well. So my first wide receiver, I'm going to spend $19. I'm going to go Amari Cooper. I do think that Dallas is going to bounce back here. And when Dallas's offense is good, Dak is getting the ball to Amari Cooper. He wasn't really able to do it last week. Dallas's offense kind of stuttered a little bit. Give me Amari Cooper for 19 bucks. I'm going to go with a wide receiver that's been having a good uh, last couple of weeks. Uh, he's been really stepping up, and that is going to be Amon, Amon Ross St. Brown uh, for Detroit. He is, yeah. uh, he's been pretty impressive these last couple. I just wish he wasn't on a shit team. And I, I put I him just... on my lineup, and I had to take him out. Yeah, I think uh, he's had eight catches, I think, in his last five weeks or something like that. First rookie to do that since, like, 1950 or something. crazy. You know where he went to college? Yeah, 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 USC. That's right, baby. Every once in a while, maybe USC gets something right. If he asks Eddie. Michael Pittman also went to USC. I know. But Michael Pittman stinks. So we're going to go with my next wide receiver. We're going to take Russell Gage just because I've been talking shit about him. Uh, (laughs) So. For 60 bucks, I wow. figure since the last week of the year, we'll throw him in there, but he still sticks. 
For $19, my second wide receiver is going to be from the University of Southern California, Michael Pittman, only because Eddie said he stinks. He's going to ball out this week. Nice. My uh, second wide receiver is going to be uh, Keenan Allen going up against Vegas. I uh, I see the Chargers having a big W here. So $22, take it. Do you know where Keenan Allen went to college, Ben? I'm sure fucking USC, huh? Not USC. No. He went to he went to Berkeley, dude. No. UC Berkeley. So um the Bears. With <laughs> with my uh next receiver, I'm actually gonna take Hunter Renfro uh for $21. The guys, I mean, he's been one of the most consistent uh, receivers in football. And Darren Waller's supposed to be back this week, which will put a lot of double coverage onto him. Uh, which should leave uh, Renfro open to do what he does. Uh, I mean, 99 catches this year, over a thousand yards. So, um, he, he's just a very consistent pass catcher. Uh, I think he has the highest pass catching rate uh, percentage in the league this year, if not the second highest, one of the two. But uh, either way, I'm taking Hunter Renfro, 21 bucks. He's probably not near AJ Brown, but. Uh... I'm going to go with Hunter Renfro, too, dude, for my third wide receiver. I'm going for $21. And my thought process is kind of aligned with Eddie's. I mean, he's been finding a groove with Derek Carr. He's definitely that kind of wide receiver that, you know, a quarterback can rely on. So, you know, I know he's going to get the targets. So give me Hunter Renfro for 21 bucks. Nice. I'm going cheap. And, uh, like, because of AD, AD, AB uh, piecing out, I'm going with Cyril Grayson, um, $18 for Tampa Bay. He's got to get something. They can only have Gronk and him. So I hear that. I guess Evans so I'm, too. But I'm gonna go Ben's really banking that actually... on that report from Tom Brady. $18? <laughs> that's cheap. It's true. So cheap. I'm going for for 17 bucks. I'm taking Brandon Ayuk. Um, the dude, he's been getting some points lately. Uh, he's fairly like kind of hit and miss but um with Debo kind of getting a lot of the attention I think Ayuk's been um getting open and he seems to have a decent rapport um with Trey Lance so um I'm gonna st- 17 bucks to to get one of their top weapons I'm gonna I'm gonna roll with it nice man for my first tight or for my only tight end I'm gonna go great Kittle 26 bucks I'm gonna spend some money here He's basically, uh, you know, San Francisco's offense, and especially if Trey Lance plays, I think Kittle's going to get a lot of targets, but I definitely think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play, which means that he's only going to throw to Greg Kittle. So I give me Kittle. It's true. Uh, I'm going to go with Gronk. I hate him, but he gets points. And uh, why do you hate him? Brady loves him. His commercials stink. Thank you, Eddie. Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. I cannot stand. Are you just trying to make some money, dog? He's got plenty. He's been playing for a million years. Oh, my God. Those USAA commercials. Oh, they're brutal, dude. God. They're brutal. But for 21 Uh, bucks, you'll get me points. I'm going to save some money here on my tight end. I'm actually going to go with Mike Gusecki um, for the Dolphins. Uh, he's just got to find the end zone, dude. He's getting the targets. He's getting the catches. He just can't get in the end zone. Um, and hopefully hopefully that changes this week uh, going up against the uh, Patriots, Because especially because we know that Belichick likes to take away your number one target, right? So he's probably going to be focused on Jalen Waddle, uh, which should leave him open. And for my flex position, I'm going super value here. $10, Le'Veon Bell, dude. Uh, <laughs> Ronald Jones is in a walking boot. 
uh, Fournette not playing. Give me Le'Veon Bell here for ten bucks because he's gonna be the only dude back there. It's true. It's fair. All right, with my flex, I am gonna go with DeAndre Swift for Detroit. Uh, Twenty four dollars. He is averaging, I think it was about 12 points per week. And uh, because I'm going kind of middle of the pack for all of my my players, I could definitely use 12 points out of DeAndre. Yep. Green Bay is uh, sitting everybody too. So yeah, and I, took, I took a lot of lower end players just so I can get another big name player. I'm going to take Alvin Kamara, um, another team that is in a must-win situation. Uh, we mentioned it earlier that they should just run the ball on every single fucking play. Uh, so they should give it to Kamara a lot. I mean, last week he finally got it going um, with his, you know, getting passes out of the backfield, which I thought Taysom Hill would be doing that more often because he can't throw the ball like downfield. But it took him until last week. Like to he just tucks in out, runs, so. bro. I yeah. know, dude. He's got to, you know, I, but he, he got him involved last week. I think Kamara's going to have another big week. Um, so I'm about to spend 30 bucks on Kamara. Nice. And then for my defense, this is the first time all year I was spending some big money on a defense. I'm going Colts against the Jags, dude. $22 on a defense, bro. That's pretty smart. I'm going $20 on a defense and uh, number two D of DVOA. Guess I got to do it. <laughs> He's New England Patriots. Patriots. Yep. Guess I got to oh, do it. Oh, snap. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to take um, – Baltimore's defense at $11, mostly for the fact they're going against Pittsburgh. Uh, in Ben Roethlisberger's last game, he threw it 50 times or whatever for like 12 yards. So uh, that offense still stinks. Uh, Claypool can't keep two feet on the ground when trying to catch a football. And I think that's going to benefit the Ravens. So we're going to take the Ravens at 11 bucks. Nice. Yeah. All right. So good shit this week. We've got, uh, we've got three games uh, kind of in our prime time. Uh, matchups we're going to do two game of the weeks and our sunday night football games since we don't have anything on monday first game of the week is going to be the 49ers going into la to play the rams rams are four and a half point favors right now over under is sitting at 44 and a half so i i really like a bet in this game it isn't either the teams i love the over 44 and a half I think this is going to be a much higher scoring game than 44 and a half because Kyle Shanahan, you know, he does very well against the Rams. And then I think Jimmy Garoppolo is going to play this game. I don't think Trey Lance is playing because this is a must win game for the Niners. And I don't think you necessarily necessarily put a must win game in Trey Lance's hands now. And this is for two reasons. Number one, if you lose the game, it looks hella bad. And that yeah. kid got to go into next year being like, oh, fuck, dude, I lost a must-win game. And number two, like, you aren't you weren't planning for him to play this year, if at all, if any. Like, yeah, he won a game against last week against the Texans. That's awesome. You got to see what he could do a little bit. But now you get the ball to your, your guy that got you there. He got, got you to a Super Bowl before. I like the Rams here though, minus four and a half. I just they it's a must win game for them. Um and if I think it's not a it, it's not a must win. Yeah, they have to win the division, dude. Like why wouldn't they want to win the division? And it's it's not a must win game for the Niners here. I mean we're talking it is a must win game, but like that's the thing is Kyle Shanahan's coming out and being like 
oh, this is a competitive advantage. Like, I'm not going to name a quarterback. I think that is like plays its psychological effects on it on his own team a little bit. Oh, his own team knows who the quarterback is. They're just not playing. They're not letting that out into the the public. To be honest, I think you're going to get a, a, a dual action here because we saw what Trey Lance could do last week. Man, they gave me two a little quarterback bit of, style. That's all bad, dog. Give me the Rams even more. I mean, <laughs> you look at Trey Lance when they're, you know, within the, you know, you know within goal, you know, within the 10-yard line, and he adds a whole different aspect that Jimmy G can't put in there. And I think that changes up your red zone offense so much. And we already know that Sherman is going against a great defensive line, too. Arguably, the, you know, one of the best defensive linemen to ever play the game. Yeah, but they have Debo, dude, in the backfield. They have Elijah Mitchell in the backfield. They could run the ball, dude. And and they have Jalen Ramsey. You can't get, like, Jalen Ramsey will be ineffective when the Niners are running it down their throat. And at the same time, like, I don't know. We all we talk about how Shanahan's a kind of own McVay, right? Is he like five and zero or something like that in his last five games? I forget the exact number, um, but he seems to have uh, McVay's number. McVay always gets out coached in situations like this. Whenever he's going up against another like uh, up and coming coach in the NFL. Uh, and on top of that, Stafford's played like dog shit the last two weeks, dude. I think he has like five or six interceptions, five interceptions the last two games, dude. They well, barely last week he had like the... four interceptions, but he was playing on the East Coast, 10 a.m. Yeah, but I mean, they barely beat a Ravens team and to score at the last on the you know on the last drive to win that game. Um, I still think the Niners, even though, yes, they've, you know, they beat the Texans. They lost to the Titans the week before or whatever. Uh, I still think the Niners have been playing really well. Probably their best def- or best they've been playing all year is right now. Um, and again, like that running game for the Niners Except is, for losing is something Titans. different, dude. Yeah, but the Titans, we were just talking about being one of the best teams in the, in the AFC. Yeah, but the Titans were off time. like a two-game losing streak, dude. Everyone was on the fucking Niners that Thursday night. Yeah, and – Garoppolo had a bad game and ripped his thumb up in the middle of the game and then couldn't, you know, and still played through the game. Like, well, uh, that's the problem with Garoppolo. He always gets hurt. True. Um, I still, I still, I don't really trust the Rams at this point. Like, for whatever reason, Stafford hasn't looked great. Um, and on top of that, like, the Rams' defense hasn't really looked incredible. Now they're starting to play better. Um, I feel like they're just kind of like with Von, getting Von Miller in there, they're kind of learning a little bit more about who they are as a defense. But I really like the running game of the Niners and you're giving the Niners four and a half points. Like even if the Niners don't win the game, right. I still think they cover the four and a half. Yep. Um, Cause like Ben, like you both said, like this is a must win game for the Niners. They have to win. They the must lose, win game out. for the fucking Rams too. Though. They're, they're still the in playoffs, the playoffs though. Yeah, you know but I mean, like, they they would much rather get a home playoff game than to fucking be on the road. Sure, in the first round. they would, but like, yeah, but if they lose, it's not that's not yeah, the end of the world. Over. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, I just think the Niners are. I think the Niners are playing better than the Rams are right now, and I think they'll be able to do what they want on the ground. Um, whether Trey Lance, like if Trey Lance plays, I like the Rams a bit more. I think they do need Garoppolo in there, but is Garoppolo going to be able to throw the ball, you know, with his thumb? Didn't he come uh, out with a tweet today that said it fucking hurt? I think so, right? Yeah. Who said that? The Niners? Garoppolo. 
Garoppolo, Yo, Garoppolo himself. Oh shit. Yeah. yeah, and the other and so I just like, think the Rams even more in than... my opinion. In my opinion, I think the Niners, I mean they if they can hand the ball off, they can run the, they can control the line of scrimmage, then um they'll be better off. And they've been able to run on everyone, dude. Like that's that run game is is no joke. You know what I mean? Um I don't know. It's going to be a great game. This is probably going to be one of the better games of the week for sure. I'm yep. glad we decided to break this one down a little bit more at the end. Um, but I'm with the four and a half. I'll take the Niners. I don't necessarily think they'll win the game, but at the same time, I think they'll keep it close enough to where they'll cover the four and a half. Yeah. Tell it funny because yeah. last time these two teams played, I was the only one that took the Niners. You guys both took the sure. Rams. Yep. And the Niners yeah. went out right. And now I'm taking the Rams. Y'all taking the Niners. Yep. And the Rams are going to win. There we go. But they will cover. There we go. All right, let's move on to our next game of the week. We're doing two. This has some playoff implications as well. We have the Steelers going into Baltimore to play the Ravens. Ravens are five and a half point favors here. 41 and a half is the over under. And this is an interesting one because you have Lamar who – if he loses this game and they don't make the playoffs, this well, he's, could this he could hasn't be played a, that much. Yeah, but this could be a a big you know deciding factor for Baltimore here. Then you have uh, Big Ben who's out, and they're gonna want want to win the last game for them. So, and there's a possibility that they make the playoffs with it. Yeah. So, I think the biggest the, uh, issue with Lamar. I think the biggest issue with Lamar is like. No, I think everybody, including us, have said the biggest issue with the way Lamar plays is like eventually he's going to get hurt. And here it is. Yep. And we're seeing it and he's getting hurt. And like he's hurt on a bum ankle. And like if he can't run, that takes away like his game, dude. Like he's just not the same quarterback. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if he's if he's not 100 percent, I would still start Tyler Huntley because Tyler Huntley still gives you a great chance to win, dude. You know what I mean? Like. Yeah. He's covered every game he's played in. Um, so with that being said, I personally would I'm, I would take Baltimore here, dude. You know what I mean? Like, I think Baltimore can cover this game. I think they can win. I think they're the more talented team, to be honest, especially on offense. I think they got more weapons. And I don't, I don't think Pittsburgh can score enough, dude. I just don't to cover the five and a half on the road. Dude, I uh, I think Tyler Huntley is going to be that guy that's like just good enough to have you lose by one possession. Like every game, he gets you close enough to lose, and he loses at the end. Um, and Har- I mean, a lot of that, it's like Harbaugh trying to go for two every time when they can just kick the extra point and go and win the game in overtime, which is like the dumbest thing. And I'm tired of watching that. Like just go to overtime, dude. Especially like he did it against the Steelers in Week 13, right? Uh, when I I don't understand that because they're the better team than the Steelers. Like I feel like the only time you need to go for two to try to win it is when you know you're not as good as the opponent, and you're like, oh, let's try to steal it now. Yeah. You know, but he he does it every time, and there's no point. Like he doesn't need to do that stupid shit, but he does it, and he miss, fails every time. Um, the offense, like I would like to like sit here and say like the offense looks better with Huntley in a quarterback, and it's not true. Like they're completing more passes and they're getting their uh, tight. Like Andrews is getting a ton of catches. Uh, Rashad Bateman's looked pretty good since Huntley's been in, but the offense doesn't look better. Cause like 
Lamar Jackson can run the ball, right? Like that's his. Well, Hundley can run he too. He's just not as dynamic of an Hunley, athlete. Yeah, Hundley doesn't need to because he can throw it. Like he can complete passes where Lamar can't. So he Lamar does need to run. Did not practice today. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's out. Like I don't think he's playing. I don't think he's gonna play. Um, I think his line's also gonna move down too. Yeah, because right now it's what the Steelers is it the Ravens minus five and a half? Ravens minus five and a half. Yeah, Ravens minus five and a half. I I don't like. Yeah, I don't like the Ravens minus five and a half. Um, I think the Steelers will cover the five and a half again. This is another thing like the Niners. I don't think the Steelers necessarily win. Um, I think the Steelers will lose the game just because, like you said, they're not as talented. Um, but, but I think that they'll they'll lose by like three. I mean, these games are always close. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they played earlier in the year as a one point game. You know, so I think I like the Steelers and I like the. Who was the quarterback also. last time the two teams played though? Who was the quarterback? I think Lamar got hurt in this game and Huntley came in at the end. Yeah, see, that's like that's tough because that quarterback's not preparing for the game. You know what I mean? Like, right. It's just different. And Pittsburgh's uh, offense is like, dude, they're like 24th rushing the ball. They can't run the ball for shit against no. anybody. I think that's, I think that does not bode well in this game, dude. And then obviously the public is going to be on the Steelers because, like, you know, Ben Roethlisberger, they want to see him go to the playoffs and shit. So I, I think this is like a, I think it's a good manipulation line from the fucking books, dude. Like they're throwing five and a half out there, knowing the public is going to take that five and a half. Could be. I just, yeah, I just, I kind of, I just don't think, I don't think the Steelers win. You know what I mean? Like, I, I still think the Ravens win the game. I just don't think the uh, Ravens can cover the five and a half. That's a lot, especially in this like this series. Like, I feel like every time these teams play, it's a three point game. I mean, I don't love it, dude, but I'm I'm gonna take the Ravens here. Ben, where are you at? I'm going uh, Pittsburgh. I think yep. Pittsburgh's gonna be uh, be taking this one. Um, I just don't have trust in Huntley. You think? Oh, the, man, do you think the Steelers Huntley, win? Yeah. You think Steelers win? No money line. Oh, I'd even yeah, I'd take money line there. All right, I'm gonna bet it right now if it's five and a half. I think I think that's a yeah. I think they're going to be winning it for Roethlisberger. As See, much as that, the, uh, they're getting they're getting Ben to hook into that, dude. And I mean, it, it is it's it's legitimate. When you play eighteen years for a, a team, they're going to go out and it and is. But there's a reason why it's a little bit Ravens harder. minus five and a half, dude. Fuck damn! You get the Jaguars a plus seven fifty right now money line. Whew. Anyway, sorry, got distracted. So y'all both on on Pittsburgh. I'm on Baltimore. (laughs) Y'all both on Niners. I'm on Rams. I'm fucking betting the Steelers right now. I know. I know Eddie's gonna be on Raiders. What's the line? What is the line? It's five. It's uh, plus one ninety five money line. Plus one ninety five. All right, let's move on to our last game, which is going to be our Sunday night football game. This one has a lot of implications to it, too. Um, what is it? If uh, if who if the Colts lose, then uh, both the Chargers and the Raiders can literally kneel down every single play, and both teams yeah, can make so, playoffs. So if the Colts lose and the Steelers lose, then... Oh, Colts and Steelers, okay. Yeah, then they tie and they both make it. 
right? Yeah. Which, by the way, just as like a cynical, like human being, I hope that's the case. And I hope that they both just kneel it on I, Sunday would, Night Football. Beautiful. They would never do yeah. it. It would never no. do it, right? No, no team would happened. ever do that. But how sick would that be? That would be hilarious. Absolutely <laughs> hilarious here. Yeah. Dude, it would be the it would be so good. So we've got the Chargers versus the Raiders uh in Las Vegas. Chargers are three-point favors uh going into the game and over under sitting at 49 and a half. Eddie, where are you going on this one? Can Dude, the Raiders you know, do it? So here's the thing, like can't wait for this. For like at the beginning of the year, right? Like I, all I wanted was for the Raiders to be relevant at the end of the year, which they've accomplished. You know what I'm saying? Now we have essentially Man, it's a playoff. Lying game, ass right? motherfucker. You thought they yep. were gonna make the playoffs. Yeah, of course I did. But at the same time, you have to still keep in consideration what this franchise has been, right? Like, so if you go back, right, just uh, ten years ago, ten years ago, the Raiders had a win in your end situation in Oakland against the Chargers. Chargers beat them. Chargers went to the playoffs instead of the Raiders. So 10 years later, we have another opportunity at this. And as this season has progressed, I'm ecstatic to be nine and seven, considering they're six and seven. Um, and I was going on the rants about how fucking don't tell me results don't matter thing. You know what I mean? Um, but now the defense is playing fucking great. Like our defense is the reason why we won our last three games. Um, and Carr's doing just enough to win these games, um, do, you know, just enough at the end to win these games. Um, but this this game, more than anything, is like if Derek Carr doesn't play one of the best games of his life, like he has to. Not for the Raiders to like, even if the Raiders lose, if he plays a phenomenal game, like it, he ha- it's the only way he stays with this team next year, in my opinion. Oh, dude, like he's, if he comes he's out, already he, re-signed. Dog. He, he had the MAGA deal, dude. It's coming, dude, if, dude. If he wins the game and they go to the playoffs, yeah, 100%. You know what I mean? Like uh, He's getting that MAGA deal regardless. Sorry. Could be. And, but at the same like the thing with this game, too, is like after the last time they played, Joey Bosa talking all that shit, right? So it's like a redemption game for the offensive line against him. Um, and it's good. I, I honestly have no idea what's going to happen because I've never had a Raiders team where the defense has been like the highlight. You know what I mean? Like, it's never happened in my lifetime. We've always had one of the worst defenses in the NFL. So for me to trust the defense, I still can't do it. But they've been playing phenomenal. Like, they held Carson Wentz, I think, under 150 yards passing last week. They held the Broncos to only 18 yards rushing the week before. Um, I mean, Broncos sucks. Broncos played this dog shit. They played a fucking beat-up Browns team. I mean, the Raiders have been very fortunate. Like I said with the Eagles, the Raiders have been fortunate too because that Browns game, if they they should have lost that Browns game. If the Browns were healthy, the Raiders were healthy, Browns win that game. The Browns what got that COVID. I mean, dude, the Colts were the Colts their best the player. Be, were probably their, the best their quarterback wasn't able to practice all week, dude. I mean. But their quarterback's not their best player. And they had their whole defense. No, and their best player still the ran over 100 sh- yards. So, yeah. I mean, dude, it was like a, the, Raiders, it was a, the Raiders played a great game, dude. But the Ra- the Colts are not the Chargers. The Colts are better than the Chargers. No, no, yeah, they're not. Dude. Yes, they mm. are. No, they're not. The Chargers are a much better offense than the Colts. The Colts oh. are a very dynamic offense, and the Colts' fully healthy defense. I mean, not. I'm sorry. The Chargers' fully healthy defense is 
is decent, dude. Like I they've mean, been fully healthy and gave up like forty one to the Texans. Yeah, I think that was like a letdown and shit. Oh, overlook game. It could be. It could happen, dude. What's the one stat that Ben mentioned about the Chargers weeks ago? Yeah, and they've won uh, even weeks the last few. No, they haven't. They lost week 16. They won week 14, lost week 12, lost week 10, lost week 8. That's coincidence. Are you really going? Are you really saying? That's That's, yeah. I'm just saying we used that stat before. I'm not saying that has anything to do with this game because this game is a completely different dynamic. I think the best thing in the Raiders' favor is that the Raiders stadium is not a good home field advantage, but the Chargers have no fans, so it'll be more Raiders fans because the Raiders fans yeah. show up more to the Chargers stadium than they do to well, fucking uh, than the Chargers. It's fans a big too. game, so everybody in Las Vegas is going to be out for it. Right, and essentially, this is a, this is a playoff it. game, dude. Like, you know, what I'm saying yeah. like it's, it's absolutely you know a I mean? playoff game. So I, I think the home field advantage is going to be there. Like, I feel good about the game going into it. Plus, like the I Raiders see. and Chargers split all the time, dude. Like that's just like a AFC West like trait, you know what I mean? So, so I'm gonna take the I'm gonna take the Raiders plus three. The only reason being is because they are gonna have an actual home field advantage this week. I think these teams are closer to average to closer to together than they are apart. I think the Chargers ultimately win the game, but I think it's within three. So I'm gonna take the the Raiders plus three. The Raiders aren't trying to No question. No, I think the, dude, yeah. the Raiders can run the ball. They've been able to run the ball the last three weeks as well. It's been a, a positive. Jacobs looks good again. Like, looks like he, I thought he was going to look all year. And the uh, Chargers have a dog share run defense, but they have been do. better of late. They except have, for Burkhead. Oh my god, Burkhead went off. But uh, I don't know, dude. Like, I think the Chargers defense is definitely their weakness, right? And the Raiders offense is their weakness, uh, and it has been the last few weeks. But like Carr just seems to make the play when he needs to. You know what I mean? Like he came down and had the, the huge throw to Renfro in the game that pretty much iced the game for him. Like he just makes the play when he needs to. And if the game comes down to Derek Carr having the ball in his hand on the final drive, there's not really many other quarterbacks I trust more than Derek Carr in that final drive, dude. So, I mean, oh, the God. second most com- second most <laughs> yeah, game touchdown drives on that Second most game when he touched on drives since he came in the league. All right, all right, all right, all right. It's that time of the night for our best bets of the week. So last week, uh, we'll quickly go over it. Ben was 0-2. He had Kansas City minus 5,000 L, Rams minus 3.5 thousand L. I went 2-2. I had Cardinals plus 5. That was a W. And over 46 in LA Chargers in Denver. That was a W. Eddie was on the IR, didn't have some best bets. But the last time Eddie was on the show, he was 0-2 on his best bet. So, Eddie, it's time to get it back, baby boy. Let's go. What's your two best bets this week? Give me Raiders, Moneyline, right? Uh, Yeah, 100%. We're going Raiders, Moneyline for a best bet. More because I need that to happen. I need it to happen, right? And not just because, like, you know, Ben and I have the 10-game bet. But before the season started, I put uh, money on the Raiders to win exactly 10 games. So that has the potential to hit. Uh, and also, like, I just want the Raiders to win, dude. So I need to put that, that mojo out there. So we're taking the Raiders money line uh, for our first best bet. 
And for the second best bet of the week, I mean, like I said, these these lines are pretty brutal, dude. Uh, it's kind of hard to find something that I really like, but um, I am going to be taking the... Oh, there it is. Uh, the Bucks minus eight. I think it's like the only game we can actually look at the two teams and like have an idea of what's going on. Uh, the Bucks will, will be looking to try to put the beating down on the Panthers to get everyone to forget about the Antonio Brown thing. Uh, so we're going to take the Bucks, uh, giving the eight points to the Panthers. Benjamin, where are you going? First game I'm going to go with is the Cowboys minus seven over the Eagles. Uh, I think we're going to see a big game for the Cowboys to, uh, you know, to push their way up the standings and, um, you know, and really kind of uh, get themselves prepared for the playoffs here. Um, game number two, we're going to go with Pittsburgh Moneyline. Um, Got to put my money where my mouth is and uh, and go with that plus 195 here. Um, I think they're going to get the win not only for Big Ben, but I don't have faith in Huntley to uh, you know, to, to get them past you know a, a mediocre to just above par um, par team here. So take those two nice, bets, man. Nice, nice. Good I like you. it. My two best bets, I'm going to go over 44 and a half for the Rams and Niners. I think this is going to be a higher scoring game. I think both these offenses are going to be able to put points up. Um, the San Francisco Niners secondary sucks, so the Rams will be able to throw the ball. And I do, th- I do think the Niners are going to be able to move the ball enough to put some points on the board. So give me the over 44 and a half. And then my second best bet is going to be Miami plus six and a half. <laughs> uh, two and eight. In Miami, December or later for Bill Belichick, give me Miami plus six and a half. Okay. I like that Miami pick. I had to, I had to check and make sure that you actually did say that uh, earlier in the show as well. But um, all right, so that was the podcast. Good, uh, good drafts. Good, uh, good bets. We've got uh, an interesting set of games this week. So. Definitely uh, pay attention to those games. Put your bets in early if you feel like they're going to be set. If not, wait till game time. Get the or or the live bets. Those uh, can definitely make you a ton of money there. Make sure to check us out on our website www.taproomsportspodcast.com. Make sure to go and uh, check out other our other social media pages as well. We've got taproom underscore sports on Twitter at taproom sports podcast on Instagram where you can check out Eddie rules TSP. I'm sorry, Jordan rules TSP or Eddie (laughs) TSP on Twitter. And you can find all of their uh, daily shenanigans there. Um, Make sure to uh, check out other, our other podcasts. We've got the taproom sports podcast where Jordan and I review some great beers. Uh, We've had some really good ones on these last, uh, these last podcasts and go over the week in sports. We've got uh, TSP wagers where we discuss uh, some best bets uh, for you know friday or saturday's action we did really well on this uh you know on the the college football playoff games um that we had this last weekend yep uh make sure to check out uh biscuits and barrels if you like hockey that is in collaboration with the 90 second beer review uh we are going to be putting out another one uh not this upcoming week but the following week uh and we do have another brewer that's going to be on the show and he is sending us two beers all the way from New York. Um, so that's going to be a, a, a fun one there. All right. Eddie didn't pull an AB. 
No, he that's did not. Thing. I stayed through, yeah, dude. I had to thing, shit a few man. times, but, you know, we, we fought through. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> had to pull a lamb jack here, huh? Um, we got Jordan stacks on stacks on stacks. Lads, Raider Let's Eddie, go. Colin, Ben Larson. We will see you next week. Wildcard weekend. Please let the Raiders play on wildcard. Oh, it's not happening.